Welcome to the True Masculine Project. My name is Eric. I'm your host and fellow student on the path of masculinity. On this show, we will discuss personal development and masculine principles so we can be the best men that we can be. If you are new to the show, welcome, and you may want to head on over to the intro episode. Uh, describes the format and a little bit more about what we want to cover here. And for the rest of us, on to the show. Hey, and welcome to the show. On uh, this week's episode, we are going to talk about presence, a little bit of bringing intention, uh, focus to the activities that you are actually doing at the moment and then habit building, because as Aristotle said, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act, but a habit. So, you know, this applies to all of us, myself included, that we say we want to do things, but uh, you never really get around to them. Instead, you just keep falling into the default mode or the habits that you have set for yourself. Uh, But before we can even get into habits, you have to actually know what it is that you are doing in the first place. We, and uh, I'm including this myself, spend so much time absently doing things and you sort of wonder where the time goes. Uh, You get sucked into the social media uh, black hole and then it turns out you've been scrolling on Instagram for 20 minutes instead of getting out the bed and doing what you wanted to do with your day. You'll find that uh, where you spend most of your attention, most of your focus, uh, which is why it's called pay attention, is where a lot of your results will come from. So you wanna make sure that you're using that currency, that time on things that you actually care about. Uh, But you won't notice that this is what you are spending your days on versus what you say you want to spend your days on if you are not present, um, aware of what you are actually doing in the moment. Um, I'm going to come back to this again and again because I believe it to be vitally important. Meditation will help you at least know when you were in a cycle of BSing, right? Uh, so that you can decide if what you said was important is actually important. Or you can, uh, you know, and if it's not important, stop lying to yourself and just, you know, fuck it, don't do it. Doesn't matter. Or two, if it is important, then you can start to build habits to make that dream uh, that goal actually become a reality but you don't even know that you need to start on a new habit until uh, you get present and understand what it is that you are actually doing so the ability to cultivate presence or to be actually doing what you were doing and that off in your head somewhere else is going to be super important going forward um, hell, the world is already full of distractions. I mean, people are stuck to their phones 24-7, and as push notifications become more popular, that same type of notifications that are on your phone are going to be on your desktop, and those who are able to block out and focus on what they're actually doing at the time are going to be the ones that win, um, especially as the world becomes more and more hyper-specialized. So your ability to focus on a particular task is going to dedicate the success that you have in this world um, uh, even outside of work, you can look at it in relationships. Like when you meet somebody or you're out on a date, your ability to be on the date when you're on it, not balancing your checkbook, although if people still do that, that's an old man reference, uh, not thinking about what you should have said in a different conversation, not thinking about work. I'm at this conversation here. I'm going to focus on this thing. I said I was going to work on this project. I'm going to focus on this project. The ability to bring your presence, your focus, like to actually be doing what you are doing instead of off your head somewhere else is going to be what separates you from the majority of people who can't just focus on a task. 
And as things get more complicated, which is obviously where our society is going, it's going to take more focus, um, more application of skill to do these sort of activities. Now, as far as what habits you want to focus on or, you know, what habits you want to replace, you need to understand what actual goals you want in the first place. We talked about that on episode three, the boundaries and purpose episode. So if you haven't uh, heard that one yet, you should go back and give that one a listen. But the long story short is that your purpose doesn't have to be something that doesn't change and is overarching, although it can be if you're that crystal on a vision. It could just be, you know, between now and the next two or three years or the next six months, I want to be from here. And then based on, you know, things that I like, or things that I see, or things that I want, you can find someone successful, uh, plenty of successful people talking about what it is that they do, or how it is that they got somewhere um, on a daily basis, like what habits or routines did they build into their days that built them into the person that they are now. Nobody just won it until, like, you know, one's super successful anyway, just won it. Like if you look at the greatest of athletes, no matter which sport it is, they all have coaches and they all have routines. You know, on Monday they get up and they do this thing. They don't just decide that, hey, uh, I'm just going to sort of go around and just fucking willy nilly it today. And we're just going to do that over and over again and somehow get to the goal. And that doesn't apply just in sports. That applies in business world as well. Right. Moving any sort of uh, ball down the line or getting to any sort of goal is going to take consistent effort over time. So let's start with the first thing here is talking about habits is habit stacking is going to be the easiest way to develop a new habit. And habit stacking is basically tying a new habit to something that you are already doing. And you also want to make this new habit the path of least resistance. For example, if you were trying to get up early to go to the gym because, uh, you know, having better physical health is one of your goals for the year. Uh, This is one of many people's goals for the year. You want to make going to the gym or getting to the gym as easy as possible. You don't want to be able to throw a Roblox in your own way while you go to start this thing. And ideally, you link it to something that you are already doing. So hopefully, you are brushing your teeth in the morning, let's say. So I want to go to the gym. So I link getting my gym clothes on to brushing my teeth in the morning. And I don't wait until that morning to put on my gym clothes. I set them out or figure out what I'm going to wear. And I do that the night before. So that way, when I get up, I don't have to think about it. There's no, I don't know what to wear, or I don't know where my clothes are. I'm not complicating the new task. You want to make this as easy as possible um, for you to start the new habit. Linking it to something that you are already doing allows you to piggyback off of that before the brain uh, starts coming up with excuses of why you should do or shouldn't do something. Now, the, uh, that brings us to the next part that how long do you think it takes for you to build a habit? If you said 28 days, that is wrong, my friend. Uh, That's the number that people throw around the most. The research actually states that it's anywhere from 18 to 254 days to build a habit with 66 days on average. Now, that seems like a long time, but on on the scale of your life, 66 days is not that long. And if you were to tell me that over the next two months, I could install something that's going to make my life way better and it's going to be automatic at that point, then I would take that, right, instead of just living the same way that I have always lived. So be a little bit more lenient with yourself um, 
than most people are there's no need to beat yourself up if during this you know two to three months process of actually installing a habit that you backslide a little bit to your old habits remember that the old neurons the old connections that you have will always be in your brain but as you choose the second option it becomes easier and easier to choose that option uh, one this is why you want to make the new behavior, the path of least resistance, right? So that you actually get out and do it. But the tying it to a habit that you already do is going to make it easier for you to get to that 66 days it's going to take to build that habit. And let's cut the all or nothing thinking that we have whenever we go to apply things. People are like, okay, I wanna eat better, so I'm going to eat better all of the time. Or I wanna work out, so I'm gonna work out all the time. And if I don't eat better all the time, or if I don't work out you know, five days in the week, then it's a complete failure and I shouldn't have done it at all. That is incorrect thinking. We call that all or nothing a type mindset. And if it's all or nothing, especially with something new, it is always going to be nothing. You have to remember that if uh, your old way of thinking, your old mindset, those old habits could have gotten you the changes that you wanted, then you would have them already. The reason why you don't have something if you want it in your life is because whatever you are currently doing is not yielding those results. Form follows function, my friends. So if the form of your life does not look like you want it to, then somewhere you are not functioning properly. It's not always a matter of I just need to try harder. You may need to try something entirely different. Uh, so while you're installing this new habit, be kinder to yourself like I mentioned before. You know, perfection is not a thing. All or nothing thinking is not a thing. So as long as you are choosing option B, the new behavior over option A, uh, the old behavior, some of the time at the start, we're going to call those victories. Now, because you're not being so hard on yourself and you're giving yourself some wins, right? And then you are basing, okay, my first week, if I do this activity this many times, and the second week I do this activity this many times. And if you go over that and you hit the perfection, that's great. But as long as you hit your minimum, and you continue to increase that minimum if it's appropriate to the amount of time or the amount of times, so let's say the gym you want to you want to go three, but you start going once or twice to get back into the groove of things, then that's fine. We're going to count those as wins. Eventually, over the course of those 66 days that it takes to build that new habit, you will get to the point where it is easier for you to do the habit uh, the amount of times that you want to than for you not to do the habit. At that point, you're good, and we can move on to new habits. But if you decide that I have to go out and I have to do three, I have to work out three times a week and I have to eat um, super healthy five times a week and you, you start making all these changes at once, those are going to be a, a lot harder to stick to. Change one or two things at a time. And once you install those things, you need to move to something else. The body is going to the body and the mind, frankly. Do not adjust well to a bunch of changes at once. You're going to reject that. There's too much stress, too much pressure on changing your entire life around versus one or two things at a time and then going from there. Also, it's going to be a lot easier to add a new habit instead of breaking an old habit. So what do I mean by that? Uh, there are two things here and we'll go with the, the easiest one first. One is that you just want to install a new habit that is the exact opposite of the old habit. And the old habit will just get drowned out 
by the new one eventually over time. So let's say you stay up really late, you want to be more productive in the morning and not sleep till noon. Or if you're like getting up and then rushing out of the door, you want to make more time for yourself before work to read or make food, have some coffee, and generally get yourself ready for the day. The habit is not I want to uh, stay up late less. It is I want to go to bed earlier, so I'm going to go to sleep at a certain time and you work your way up to that time. Now, when you build the habit of going to sleep earlier, you will automatically get rid of the old habit of staying up late. But also remember that the feelings that drove the staying up late habit are still going to be there. Um, if you are like if you've built a habit based on some trauma or some situation that you were not dealing with, that situation, that underlying feeling, that emotion is still going to be there. So if you don't solve that, um, you're probably just going to default right back down to whatever the problem is. Um, unless you install basically a better coping habit. So if you're staying up late as a way to get control over your life because you don't feel like you have control of it, over it in other areas, uh, you're going to want to replace that I don't have control over feeling with something that you do have control over that's going to be a little bit healthier for you. Uh, for example, um, a lot of people drink when they get stressed because that's an easier way for you to calm your nervous system down. A healthy way to calm your nervous system down will be to work out or to meditate or to stretch or to do something to sort of get your mind off of what is actually going on. Uh, the ultimate thing that you should probably do, uh, health benefits aside, is to fix or work with whatever is stressing you out because once you solve the cause of the stress, the emotion, what is driving you to whatever the hell the habit is, then um, sometimes the bad habit just disappears on its own. And now a brief word from one of our sponsors, Audible. Hey, so we have all heard that knowledge is power. So if knowledge is power, access and the ability to digest that knowledge is a superpower. Uh, however, not all of us have time to sit and read at the end of the day in our busy lives full of hustle and bustle. We are always on the move and in the middle of working long hours, trying to get things done, working on side projects, or frankly, just taking care of yourself and your family, you may not have time to sit down and read. And that's why I love Audible. Audible allows you to take advantage of those transition moments like the gym, like your drive to work, like cooking, to install new knowledge that you did not have before to help take you from where you are now to where you want to be. There are thousands of titles available on Audible, including bestsellers like Ryan Holiday's The Obstacle is Away, Thinking Fast and Slow by Daniel Kahneman, and others. Start your 30-day trial today and your first book is free. Go to audibletrial.com slash truempodcast to get started. That's audibletrial, A-U-D-I-B-L-E-T-R-I-L dot com slash true, T-R-U-E, mp podcast and now back to the show okay so when it comes to books on habits there are a couple that i like i've been through both of these and they have different approaches about how they think that you should set these up however i found them both to be effective and really it just depends on what you like um what approach you like more than the other so the first one is atomic habits by james clear uh, this is a pretty popular one 
It uh, has 28,326 ratings on um, Audible as of this recording. So obviously a lot of people have read and gotten a lot out of this one. This is one that people mention a lot. It helps you break your bad habits, things that we talked about today, as well as, well as build better habits. There is also high performance habits, how extraordinary people become that way by Brendan Bouchard. Uh, that one is a little bit different than the atomic habits because Brandon, and this is something I believe it ties a lot of habit formation back to a sort of higher calling, like what do you want to be? How do you want to feel? And these types of habits are repeated consistently by people who consider themselves or are called high performers by others. So the type of habit you would have to build on your own but there are plenty of examples like Serena Williams or people who run companies about the things that they do daily uh, to consider themselves to be top performers. And you have top performers across all genres, um, all activities, right? You could be a top performing bus driver. You could be a top performing parent. You could be a top performing uh, CEO, whatever, insert here. There are certain ways of being that these people feel in terms of uh, progress towards the future, the level of autonomy that they're able to obtain. And it's these types of things that will lead you to high performance. Now, these are two different books on habits. Um, and I think they approach things in two different ways and they both have uh, good things to say about the subject. The important thing to take away from either of these books, though, is that what you want to have happen in the future, the road, is not built by accident. Uh, you do it every day, and it's done brick by brick, right? Every, um, every time you choose one activity over another, you are calling in or creating the future that you actually want. And if you look at where your life is now, uh, the habits, the thing that you do all the time, or the reason why it looks the way that it looks for better or for worse. Now, this is good to know because when you install better habits, your life will be a bit better. This is so like if, if things are shitty for you, this does not make you a shitty person or it's because you were bad. You just got bad software. Um, you know, the things that you are doing are not getting you the results that you want. And when you install these new habits, this new software that will help you get to where you want to go, right? You build the road or you decide what you want, what habits you want to do, and then the road builds you. The process of doing these habits day in and day out are going to transform you into the person that you want to be. So we're going to summarize some things that we talked about today. Uh, one, habit stacking, aka tying new habits to old habits, is going to make picking up something new much easier than if you just decided to throw it in the middle of the day. Also, uh, because willpower is a muscle and at the end of the day, you have less willpower because you've been using more of it throughout the day than, than you do at the start, if at all possible, which is why people recommend you get up to go to the gym in the morning. I'm not a big morning gym person, so I just tie my going to the gym as leaving work as my habit, but uh, you're going to have more willingness to do things that are not just sort of easy to slide into in the morning. Um, now, as you exercise that willpower muscle, these new things will be easier for you to do consistently. And frankly, there's going to be times where you may have to sort of brute force it uh, to get yourself to do something. That's going to be one, easier to do in the morning. And then two, if you have experience with, you know, sometimes shit's got to get done, so let's just do it. 
you'll be more likely to do it there. Uh, two, it is not 28 days for you to build a habit, right? It's going to be anywhere from 18 to 254 with 66 days on average. So be kinder to yourself. These, this new way of being is going to take time to install. It's not going to happen overnight. However, uh, 66 days is a hell of a lot shorter time than the remainder of the amount of time that you have on this planet, hopefully. But, you know, there's going to be some sliding back into old habits on occasion. And that's okay. We're going to drop the all or nothing um, attitude that if I don't do it permanently 24-7, then I shouldn't even bother trying to do it. That's not how most changes are made. Some things you're going to be able to say, hey, I'm done with that forever and we're just not doing that. Um, not everything is going to function that way. So understand that, you know, if you do something four or five times that week and you've done it zero times before that, that's a win. Hell, if you do something one time that week and you've done something zero times before that, that's a win. As you take steps into installing the new habit, eventually that will become the new default and the new habit will just be easier to do, um, which brings us to the next one. It is going to be easier to add a new habit instead of breaking an old habit. Uh, tying something new to uh, whatever the old feeling or the old trigger was is going to make it easier for you to do the positive thing instead of the negative thing or the new thing, right? The new habit, which you're trying to install instead of the old habit, what you have been doing. And as far as these quote unquote negative habits go, uh, which are really just sort of survival mechanisms. So they're not really negative, just you should be doing them for a prolonged period of time. If you have something that you are doing because it helps you relieve stress, and if it is at all possible to remove the stress from your life, you need to work on actually removing the stressor from your life, which will remove the emotion that you were soothing with whatever the hell this bad habit is. Behaviors are adaptive to get us through uh, what we believe is going on onto the other side. But if you never solve what the problem is that you are dealing with, you're never going to get to the other side, right? Because you're not addressing the actual problems. We want to deal with causes, not effects. The start of something, what is the actual root, not the, the fucking behaviors that come from the root. Uh, with that, I love you guys. Be good to each other and I'll see you next week. Thank you for hanging out with me on the True Masculine Project. Please like, rate, and subscribe in your favorite podcasting app. Uh, if you want to interact with the show, you can catch us on Instagram at true, T-R-U-E-M-P underscore podcast. See you next time.